Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. How are you on this fine, fabulous Wednesday? I um, I had, I've had a crazy week. Um, it's just been actually the last couple of weeks, and I, when I was um, trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about today, I went through a bunch of topics, and then I realized that I needed to do something fun. <laughs> I just felt like it's time to laugh more and just kind of get out of my own head, so to speak. I just wanted to do something fun. So I have a really cool surprise for you later today in the show. Um, so <sighs> deep breath in. It is such an energetically busy time right now for everybody. And I find that people are super sensitive and snappish. It doesn't um, take much for people to um, react negatively. That um, It just seems like we're all in this um, energy of, I don't know, kind of like a hamster on a wheel, I guess. We don't know what's coming next. Everything feels overwhelming. I mean, we talked a lot about it last week. And it's still happening, still happening. Thing I just I don't understand. And I guess that's the point. I am going through some energies of... Um, I don't even know how to put it into words because it feels so awkward for me. I like to fix things. I like to solve problems. I like to mediate, I guess. I like to um, help people understand each other. I have always had a talent for being able to look at things with a fresh perspective, a different perspective, even in my own life. But I'm a bit tapped out right now, and so I've taken a step back from a lot of situations. And it's interesting because I keep getting situations thrown at me. Um, I don't like the word test, but it certainly feels like a test. You know, am I going to jump in and try to solve it and fix it? Or am I going to take that step back and be supportive of the person who brought it to my attention and who's part of it? Be supportive, but not fix. Be the sounding board. All of those pieces, but not be the one on the front line. So to, I guess that's the best way to put it. It's been interesting. It's drains my energy a bit. 
a lot, actually, because I do like to be proactive. <laughs> I like action. I like to fix things. I like to solve things. And you can tell in my voice it's all crackly because my energy is a bit low because it wasn't energetically right for me to fix this because realistically I might not have all the pieces of information because as we know, there's two sides to every story. Two sides. And in some cases, you have to pick a side for whatever reasons and just try to stay neutral but not get caught up in it. I hope I'm explaining that right. Um, I just have found that there's been quite a few of those situations this month, last month, you know, hurt feelings and miscommunications and, you know, a conversation might help, but the people are so um, reactive, I guess is the word, and don't really want to have a conversation. They just, they don't want to talk it out. And basically they have a bit of a temper tantrum, which is not a bad thing. Sometimes a temper tantrum is really what's needed for you to get out of your own energy and to let things go. But it's kind of difficult for, you know, helping pick up the pieces after to figure out how to move forward. So, yeah, I was a little jaded this week. (laughs) I was like, well, you know, I don't really want to uh, have to deal with this. It's really, you know, it affects me, absolutely. But at the same time, I want to dibs out. But can we always dibs out? No. No, sometimes we can't. Basically because I'm, I'm reprogramming my brain. I'm changing the way I do a bunch of things. I'm changing some habits and belief systems of where I fit in the world, and it's sticky. It's sticky because I feel a bit unbalanced. I feel like I'm not sure what to do next, and it is affecting everything. You know, I usually Mondays and Tuesdays I have a conversation with myself if I want to continue the radio show because all that self-doubt creeps in, because I'm going through a big transition for myself. And yes, the radio show's staying, (laughs) but I I go through that, and that's one of the things I know when it comes up for me that I am scrambling to figure out everything in my world. I hope that makes sense to you. And so when I'm in this energy, I like to just sit, and I like to just, Simplify and do what feels right in that moment and try not to get all caught up and ahead of myself. It's been weird. I'm not going to pretend it has. It's been really weird. I, I, I don't know. I feel unbalanced with it all. And I also know it's not just me. Our world is unbalanced right now 
we don't know for sure what our future looks like for anybody. So that has a profound effect on me, and I have to remember that. I need to recharge. So that all being said, when I decided to do this show about believing in magic, that lifted my energy. I like magic. I like I just bought a magic wand pen, actually. It's got a crystal ball on the end. Thank you, Book Fair. I'm going to put it in my hand right now, make notes, because it makes me happy. Thinking about magic, reading about magic, reading books about people with magical talents, that all makes me happy. And so when I'm all caught up in this, oh, no, you know, the world's falling apart. How do I fix this? I simplify and remember magic. Now, there's lots of definitions for magic. Oh, go to the Urban Dictionary. That one was the most fun. I hope I kept it. Or did I take that down? Dang it. I've had a bit of a crazy morning um, with a bunch of stuff. And so I... Um, got distracted squirrel (laughs) okay i'm gonna look up my magic again the urban dictionary because it's so funny all right no that one wasn't funny an effort to make a change in one's life by using one's own personal energy and the energy of surrounding elements that sounds good doesn't it There was another one, though, that made me laugh so hard this morning. And I'm like, good one. Maybe it was the other word. Because some people spell magic with just a C on the end, and some people put um, a K on the end. See, you can feel my energy is a little bit drained today. Oh, magic. My other answer to everything. And someone says, how do you do that? My answer is always magic. <laughs> I must be magical. I feel magical today. Can you tell I'm trying to tap into that magic energy to improve my world right now? And to be like, I don't know. There's some things that, I mean, a lot of it's seriously out of my control. It's really nothing I can do about it. But it makes you feel unnerved and unbalanced when that happens. And so just navigating that and figuring out ways to make it okay. All right. Got my magic pen ready. Okay. Um, Where's some of the other? Oh, there's a magic card game. Magic, what friendship is. Friendship is magic. Um. Uh, let's see. Oh, some of the definitions for magic as a noun is not, nor plausible or possible. With or through the supernatural or quantum mechanical. There's another word there, but I can't say it. I'm not even going to try. Today, I'm going to just try to, I'm going to keep it simple, man. Because I'm not sure if I can do anything else. <laughs> I uh, am tutoring a class this morning, too. Luckily, it's on uh 
social media, and it's a hands-on, so that one will be easy. So magic. To me, it's an energy, absolutely an energy that you can tap into. So when I'm researching something and I can find what I want on the Internet through um, Google and using different keywords, that's magic to me because I get where I need to be. It's not a straight line. It's curvy and wavy, but it's an energy that I use when I want to find something. Funny enough, when I was researching the word magic, it wasn't as easy, but that's my energy this morning. It sure is. Um, How you receive information from your senses. I find that kind of magic. Because it's also personal. I might receive um, information through a song that comes on the radio. I might receive information through random websites popping up or guiding me, being guided to them. To me, that's magic. And we need a little more magic in our life to get us out of our logical, have to keep everything controlled mind. To me, magic is not something you can control. Magic is an energy you tune into and learn to work with. I find that my connection to horses is magic. I have a horse named Magic, too, just because. Just because I wanted to. His is magic with a K, though, just because I can. I feel that when we have a strong connection to something, that is magic. It's just an energy that's there when we can find those talents that we have and be aware and recognize them, I find that magic. I was doing a talk yesterday with a a mom group on um, self-confidence, and it was so much fun. Those ladies are fantastic. It was a busy group, though. It was a bigger crowd, and, you know, they want to visit with each other, and It was really good. I learned some great things. I learned if you put baking soda in the water when you boil your eggs, it will help the shells come off easier. Nice. I also learned a lot about trapping skunks because my cat got sprayed by a skunk on Thursday. Oh, yeah, I should share that story. That wasn't magic, though. Nothing about that was magic. (laughs) Yeah, I I can say that I have bathed a cat. Yep. He's a big, fluffy orange cat, and I was doing a presentation for the Chamber of Commerce in our nearby town, and when I got home, there was an aroma in my house, and I'm like, "Uh, what happened, honey? He's like, I don't know where it's coming from. He said, I've sniffed the dog several times, and like, oh, the living room, man, it's just gross. Like, I'm trying to air out the house and figure it out, and... I look down, and there's my orange cat looking at me with a funny look on his face like he disgusts himself. And so foolish me grabbed him, picked him up, took a big sniff, and gagged. Yeah, the poor cat got sprayed by a skunk. 
Now, it's chilly here right now. All our snow is gone, though. Whoa, mind blown. It's been raining, though. Weird. But um, still chilly at night, so, you know, being the good animal family that we are, even if the cat smelled like skunk, he still got to sleep in the living room. No way I was putting him outside. The next morning I did put him outside to air himself out a few times. He couldn't even stand himself. He wasn't grooming himself. He was, like, so grossed out. And so my husband was at work, and so I sent him to look for products. I put it on Facebook. I had a bunch of friends give me advice, and the Skunk Off products seemed like the best solution. So he went to the pet store, found them, and we bathed the cat. It's the skunk off stuff, and you put it on him, and you let it sit for five minutes. That part was easy because I just kept petting him. I had rubber gloves on, and he was so happy that somebody was petting him that he just sat in the bathtub and purred at me, and I'm like, ooh, you're going to be so mad at me in about five minutes. And so I had it all set up, and I kind of rinsed him gently. Then my husband came and helped and held the poor kitty down. And I have to say, everybody thinks I have the biggest fattest cat in the neighborhood it's all fur let me tell you when he was bathed there wasn't much to him man poor kitty but i will it worked the skunk off worked he still has a little bit of aroma but not even close to what it was probably because because i missed pieces of him when i was washing him but um I took a picture of him, and he was okay with that. And he did purr at me after. He was a pretty soggy kitty walking around the house, and I'd have to trail after him and rub him with a towel. But um, he was pretty happy because then he was grooming himself, and he was purring, and he had that happy look on his face instead of the, I disgust myself, Shannon, help me look. Yep, bathed a cat. Yep. Check that off my bucket list. I really hope I don't ever have to do it again. But if I do, I have the skill. Um, poor kitty, I know. Crazy. See, I've had, like, crazy weird things happening. Maybe I just tapped into my magic talents to keep Alex calm while I bathed him. Maybe. Maybe he just wandered through here looking at me and purring. He's a very happy kitty now. Um, and so at the mom group, I got lots of tips on how to trap skunks and where to let them go. And apparently it's an epidemic right here right now when all the counties have skunk traps that you can either rent or buy. So that's pretty fabulous. Pretty fabulous. I learned such good things from that mommy group. Okay. So I want to talk a little bit about... Um, I was going to talk about the history of magic, but again, squirrel, I probably took down the websites. Oh, no, maybe I didn't. So one of the um, classification of magic is by traditions. Um, there's a tradition of magic, and it, it comes from, like, way back. Where's the thing of the dates? It was really fascinating. 
Um, so they say that magic has been used throughout history as a means to gain power, control one's environment. Um, magic has to do with the nature of reality and how people, some people are able to shift the energies. And that part, I, that's, that's the one I agree with. Magic is found in all levels of consciousness. Learning how to use it in a positive way is the key. See, here's the deal. So when this is the part I love the best. You start with physical tools that deceive the mind of the viewer as part of the illusion, and later you learn to use your mind instead. And it's not just deceiving, like you're not deceiving the person that's like, okay, here's how I'm going to explain this. When you're learning to develop your intuition, I always recommend oracle cards. Why? Because oracle cards have that visual aspect. They have the auditory aspect when you read the meanings. And they have the um, tangible aspect. So if you're reading oracle cards for somebody, they get to see what you're doing and it helps them understand it better and believe it more. And it also helps you with your confidence, even if you're just reading them for yourself. So if you want to develop your intuition, I say find oracle cards that you like, get to know them. Pull one card every day, read it, and then go about your day, and then come back at night and read it again and see how it fits. Because you're training your belief system and your thoughts and your awareness. You're using them as a tool, and then pretty soon you won't need them. You're using them as a tool to build your confidence in your own intuition. Any good psychic, that'd be me, will tell you that the tools they used in their early readings soon gave way to messages received by thought and consciousness, which is clairvoyance and clairaudience. And I'll talk about all those in a minute. The magic is connecting beyond the physical. So use the tools, use the pendulums, use the oracle cards, crystals. Absolutely, I, I believe in crystals all the time. And then pretty soon you won't need them because they're helping you focus. They're guiding you to where this information is. Make sense? Now I'm going to talk a little bit about the clairs, clairvoyance, clairaudience. I like to remind us of these because I know when I was trying to understand my talents, I needed the language. I needed the words. And all the clairs seriously confused me. So I did a lot of research trying to understand them. So if they confuse you, I get it, man. I get it. All right. I'm going to do this. I'm not going to go into too much depth depth with these. Um, I have done previous shows on them all. If you want to search that up or throw me a message, Shannon at PsychicCowgirl.com, and I will give you the link to the shows. We've got ways. Okay. So let's quickly run through those, and then we're going to do the surprise. Okay. Clairvoyance. 
Okay, so most examples of clairvoyance are similar to the mental pictures you see when daydreaming or asleep at night dreaming. Just because the image is in the mind's eye does not make it any less valid or real. Now, some people will see things out of the corner of their eye when they're, you know, in tune with their mediumship, crossed over loved ones, angels, things like that. Um, seeing flashes and sparkles of lights or clairvoyance energy. I get this all the time. I see flashes of blue lights, flashes of white lights quite often, especially if I'm stuck in my head worrying. <laughs> so thanks, team. Um, dreams that are rich in colors, intense emotions, and a more than real feeling are examples of clairvoyance. Seeing signs. How about all those dimes? Um, moved objects around your home are your spiritual helper's way of saying, hey, I am here. And it's a visual sign. Feathers are huge, hey? Um, I belong to a group called Psychic Housewives on Facebook, and one of the beautiful signs that they see a lot of our hearts, rocks that are hearts, clouds that are hearts, just random things that are in the shape of a heart. And then they post those pictures, and they're so pretty. Okay, so that's a quick rundown of clairvoyance. It's all about your visual. If that's the way you like to process information is visually, then that's more than likely your clair. And you can have more than one. Some are stronger than others. Some are not. Okay. The clairsentience or clear feeling. How many times have you had a gut feeling to not get involved in a certain relationship? Ah, yeah. Um, group, take a job, buy something, or drive a particular route. How often did you ignore those feelings and later regret it? Whether or not you listened to that inner guidance, such, such situations give you the opportunity to learn to have faith and follow that inner guidance the next time. So not following it doesn't mean that you screwed up or did wrong because really we're just here to learn. And self-awareness is the most important. Some more examples of the clear feeling or clairsentience. Um, catching a whiff of flowers when there's none. Smelling cigarette smoke when nobody in your house smokes. That feeling that someone has touched you, stroked your hair, nudged you, protected you, tucked you in or hugged you. Noticing an air pressure change. A sudden surge of happiness or a sudden surge of angry, right? When you're picking up on somebody else's energy. Oh, man. I'm reading on my notes I have of this, and dang, I have something I should have done with my ladies' group yesterday. That's okay. Sometimes... When your world gets too busy, you need to just find a way to slow it down. Right now, my world's too busy. I need to find a way to slow it down. All right. Clear thinking or claircognizance. 
when there is some tidbit of knowledge that you know for sure without knowing how you know. So how about when you're talking to someone and this really great wisdom comes out of your mouth and you're like, whoa, I ever smart today. How cool is that? That is claircognizance. Whoop, whoop, right? Just, I'm just going to take one quick little break here. Sorry about that. Okay, so claircognizance. The difference between someone who simply receives such information and a person who also benefits from it is the ability to accept what is happening as useful and special. So many people with this claircognizant write off this incoming information because it's, they feel it's glaringly obvious to everybody. But it's not. Okay, clear audience or the clear hearing. Have you ever heard your name being called out but nobody was there? Out of nowhere you hear music playing, you get one of those earworms where there's a song playing in your head constantly. You just happen to turn on the television or radio and hear something you needed to hear. You get that urge to phone somebody or you pick up on a loved one's call for help and it turns out that they did need you? How about uh, ringing in your ear? That happens often. And guess what? You're getting a download of information and it means you're tuned into higher frequencies. Woo-woo! Oh my goodness. Goodness, see? I'm just like energetically kind of tapped out today. I do want to talk to you about deja vu. That has been happening so much this last week. It's a little bit intense. Like, not every time, but I would say 40%, which is huge, of the time when I'm doing something, I have this incredible deja vu feelings. Craziness. And it's so... Like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like, it just feels like I've done it before, I know I've done it before, that I'm repeating the same conversations. It's so weird. So weird. So I did Google from the Psychic Library the deja vu so I could give you a more technical definition, I guess, instead of my rambling sometimes. Deja vu is a French term meaning already seen. Webster's Dictionary defines deja vu as the illusion of remembering scenes and events when experienced for the first time or a feeling that one has seen or heard something before. It has been found that at least 79% of the population claim to have had a deja vu experience. 
Studies have shown that deja vu seems to happen most often in the age range of 15 to 25. <laughs> I am nowhere in that age range. Double it, man. Um, they happen less frequently as people get older. I disagree completely because they're happening way more to me right now. Way, way, way more. Um, deja vu remains a mystery, kind of like magic. There is some debate surrounding its causes, so I wanted to share this with you because these entertain me. Okay. One school of thought is that deja vu experiences are recollections of real memories recorded from one's past lives. Kind of cool. It has been particularly difficult to explain this phenomena in scientific terms. Researchers studied patients with temporal lobe epilepsy, a form of the disease that causes recurrent seizures. They found that prior to or between the seizures, the patients had the deja vu sensation. This brought them to the conclusion that deja vu might be caused by misfiring, by misfiring in the brain. However, deja vu occurs in healthy individuals as well as those who have epilepsy. Um, another thought is that deja vu is a collection of one's stored memories that simply resurface when people find themselves in a similar situation or conversation. But, and this one's my favorite, if you are a believer in the theory of parallel universes, dun, 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 hope you're listening, Virginia, perhaps deja vu happens when those parallel universes are in perfect alignment for that fleeting moment in time. Dun, dun, dun. Isn't that fun? Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. So now that we touched on those a bit, I want to make sure I have enough time. So here's what's going on. Here's my surprise for you. I believe in magic. I do. I like it. And I feel that meditation is a form of magic because of the energy of it. I feel that um, guided meditations are my favorite, of course, that they're magical in their very nature. So what I'm going to do is I'm a therapeutic imagery master. That's my certification, one of them. And I am going to do a series of 14 journeys with you. And they are called the Mythic Path Journeys. There's 14 of them. They start, you know, journey one all the way up. And so for the next 14 shows, this is what I'm going to do with you. It's cool stuff. You're going to go on some cool journeys, and we'll see what happens. I have not done this particular session before with people. So you guys get to experience it, and I hope you do give me some feedback. And so let's let's begin. So the first one, the first Mythic Path session, is the Realm of the Meadow journey. So if you're listening at work and stuff, and you want to just stop and come back, there's 22 minutes, give or take, left in the show. So if you go about the Oh, no, that's not true. Yeah, it is. So if you go about, you know, 
right around the 37, 38 minute mark, you can start this. Okay, so get comfortable with your arms and legs uncrossed. I want you to find and look at a spot on the ceiling or wall. Focus your attention on the sound of my voice. Give yourself a few deep breaths to relax. Deep breath in to relax your mind. And out. Deep breath in to relax your body. And out. Deep breath in to relax your emotions. And out. You may be noticing your eyes are starting to blink and feel heavier. I will safely guide you into a relaxing state of hypnosis. Give yourself permission to enter state of hypnosis and relaxation very quickly, calmly, and deeply. Your eyes are getting heavier and heavier as you safely and easily enter to this deep relaxation. Go ahead and close your eyes. you sit and relax, just keep breathing and relaxing. Letting the world around you continue and help you with your relaxation. And take these moments to keep breathing and appreciate your breath. As you tune into your normal, natural breathing, allow the sense of imagining a gentle, warm, balmy breeze as it wafts around your body, around your head, neck, and shoulders. As with every breath, as the breeze continues to move gently around your body, so do you. Gently and easily begin to release and let go, becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. Cross the upper back and circling around through the chest a warm and nurturing feeling as the breeze continues to comfort you. Down both arms, hands, and fingers as you release and let go, just letting go now. And with every breath you take, 
you may begin to wonder, are you breathing the breeze or is the breeze breathing you? With every breath, the breeze continues, circling around through the mid-back and around through your solar plexus. Every breath taking you deeper and deeper. The gentle sensations of the warm, balmy breeze as it continues around through the lower back and circling around through your abs. Release and letting go. Becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. The breeze continues moving around the body, around your thighs, knees, your calves, ankles, and around through your feet. Now and with every breath, becoming completely and thoroughly comfortable, calm, and at ease. Breath in and out. So now at five, four, three, two, one, and zero. Deep, deep asleep. Deeply asleep. As the door of your imagination opens. You walk along a way you know well. The wind suddenly changes. The path takes a turn. And you walk along a path in woods where you have never been. It is different. Close your hand. When you open it again, visible or invisible, You hold a special crystal. It is yours, and it can clarify, protect, guide. It can do more. Now get ready, because everything lifts up. The ground, the path, you. Up, up, and up to the realm of the meadow. And here, you walk forward. What does the meadow look like? Take it all in with any or all of your senses. What's all around you? What are the things only you would notice? A friendly helper comes forward. What does it look like? It gives you something. What is it? Keep going forward. Somewhere in the meadow, you will come to some sort of stream. And you follow the stream to discover the hidden place where the waters form a calm, deep pool. How do you feel by these waters that form? Calm, deep pool.
look deeper and deeper into the quiet waters. There is something there for you within. What happens next? Do you reach for it? Or does it reach for you? What happens here? What do you find? How do you feel about it? Remember, your crystal has powers to clarify if you need it. you'd like to, you can talk it over with the friendly helper who is always ready to be at your side. One more sweeping look at the meadow, you take it all in.
check in. Is there anything more important for you about this meadow? friendly helper thanks you for coming and somehow you already know that you can visit the meadow anytime you'd like while the images fade for now. And as you begin to come up and out of this journey, at zero, we're going to reinforce all the positives you have received at this time and now at one, with a big, deep cleansing breath in and release. As you bring back what's been important to you from this journey today, feeling confident, to feeling energized, realizing your body secure and comfortable in every way, Feeling where you've placed yourself, the room you're in. Three, feeling confident, feeling energized, a wonderful sense of well-being. Four, more alert and awake. And now at five, eyes open, wide awake and alert. Say your name out loud. One, two, three, four, five, eyes open, wide awake and alert. Say your first name out loud. How was your meadow? If I had to give a word to the energy I felt when you guys were in your meadow, I would say serene. My meadow felt that way. It was really awesome. (laughs) It felt like a safe place. It just felt like a place to go anytime you need to recharge your energy and to just be for a few moments, minutes, just to reset. Energy resets are super important right now because everything feels tumbly and chaotic. Not everything, but those types of energies overpower serenity and peace. Be careful on social media. Don't get caught up in anybody's stuff. We're all in this together, but we're all handling it in different ways. And just because somebody may be unfair or may be pulling a sneaky situation, it only affects you if you let it. They have their own stuff, and if this is how they choose to do things, then you're better off not having them in your energy and not having to deal with them. 
And for that, we get to be grateful, right? There's bigger lessons sometimes that we don't get to see right away. But when things feel out of our control, we tend to react less than stellar sometimes. Try to tune into that energy of grace. All right, well, being that I have a fairly busy rest of my day, I'm going to sign off a little bit early. So next week, we're going to continue with this Mythic Path series. I'm pretty excited about this, pretty excited. So don't forget, you can always go back and re-listen, re-listen, and I'm going to, I should stop saying that. I've been trying to carve out some peaceful, quiet time to do some recordings so that I can have them available from my website so that you won't you know, you don't necessarily have to listen to the radio show. You can just pick them up and download them personally to have quicker access, easier access. The thing is, finding that quiet time, like today my husband interrupted us, so when I said I have to stop for a few minutes, it was to talk to him because he forgets <laughs> that I have a radio show Wednesday mornings and that any sounds he makes you guys might hear, and I really didn't want that. So I actually kicked him out of the house. He's cleaning his truck. I can see it from here. So I better go sort him out and give him his stuff that he's wanting. So, yeah, carving out that because I, I want to be in the perfect energy. It's, ooh, look what I did there. Why does it have to be perfect? I want to be in the right energy. What if we just stumbled on something? What if I'm trying to make it perfect? That's a lot of pressure. Hmm, I'm going to have to ponder that. Again, thank you for listening, and I look forward to next time. Have a good rest of today and the rest of your week. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com.
Smart Wi-Fi 150 from Shaw Business is our smartest business internet ever. It has our fastest speeds, smart. It has three dedicated connections to keep your work network separate from guests, smart. And it has insightful reports and a custom welcome page, double smart. It even has a smart radio voice. Aw, thanks for the introduction. Actually, it was talking about me. Power your business with Smart Wi-Fi 150. Details at shawbusiness.ca. But she's good, too.